Welcome to the Ohio District UPCI Podcast. The following message is titled, A Release of Notable and Special Miracles, and was spoken by Josh Herring. We hope and pray this message blesses your life. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit us at ohiodistrict.com. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Come on, let hell hear you. Lift up the, take the roof off this place. Let there be a sound of triumph and victory in this house. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Tonight, several people will be instantly healed and made whole by the power of the name Jesus Christ. Amen. It is obviously an extremely high honor to be here, and I give all the love to Bishop Stark and this Ohio District Board. Thank you so much for having my family and I. Don't you love your leadership in this district? What an apostolic presence you have. Give honor to all the pastors here, several friends that are here in the room tonight. Thank you for loving my family. And uh, we're so honored to be here, my beautiful wife, Janae, and our children. We're so blessed to, to be among you tonight. Are you ready for Jesus to be Jesus? Yeah. The book of Acts, chapter 4, and the book of Acts, chapter 19. I know my assignment. Acts, chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. Well, that created an exodus real quick. We should change my text here. Acts 4, 15 and 16. Acts 19, 11 and 12. Several friends here tonight. Such an honor to be with everybody. They, when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council... They conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men for that indeed a notable miracle? Somebody say, A notable miracle hath been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. Acts 19, verse 11 and verse 12. God wrought special miracles. Somebody say, Special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought into the sick handkerchiefs or aprons, diseases departed from them, evil spirits went out of them. Today, the Lord spoke to me to preach tonight from this subject, the release of notable and special miracles. The release of notable and special miracles. Would you turn to someone beside you and tell them you're about to receive a miracle? Lord Jesus, release the gift of faith right now in this room. 
for every situation in Jesus' name. You may be seated. It is the desire of hell for your focus to be on your problem, on your circumstance, on your issue, on your trial, and your mind be consumed with everything that's going wrong. And even if there were miracles in the room, you're so buried in the depression or the anxiety or the fear or the doubt that maybe everybody would get one besides you. Surely if the Lord was going to do this for you, he would have already done it by now. And so because he's not done it for you yet, you enter a mental war with the enemy and you begin to hear the whispers of the adversary as they tell you God's not going to do it for you and God's not going to do it through you. That's why Paul said you have to stir up the gift. Do you know what that means? Stir up, it literally means to kindle up or to inflame one's mind. It means to set your mind on fire. If you really want God to use you, the miracle starts in your mind. And you've got to get your mind connected to what God's about to do before God does it physically. And so before we ever even get to physical miracles, let me loose everybody mentally right now of depression and anxiety and fear and torment. The devil is a liar. Get your mind where it belongs and let the power of God operate through your body. Somebody shout, my mind belongs to God. Your mind is either the trigger or the barrier to the miraculous. You have to stir it up. You have to get your mind believing this is going to happen for me tonight. I have pain in my body, but in a few moments, I will have no pain in my body because something's about to happen. I've made up my mind. I'm leaving here with a miracle. I'm leaving here with an answer. I'm leaving here touching the hem of his garment. I will touch him if it's the last thing I do. So your mind triggers the gift. You stir it up. God uses you mightily. God's about to use a lot of people in this room tonight. A lot of people. Paul said you have to stir that gift up that was put in you. In the book of Acts, we find several stories of miracles, and there's some unique wording that's connected to some of these miracles. It's almost like we see a new chapter, a new page in how God can do things in the book of Acts. You obviously have Peter's shadow healing people. And you have Philip going to a town where Jesus only had one convert, but yet Philip turns the town upside down. It's the book of Acts where everything's possible. The Bible mentions in the book of Acts that there was a miracle that took place that was a notable miracle. Notable 
nostos in the Greek, to be made known. Some miracles Jesus did, he did in secret. Because the miracle was for the person. But the atmosphere or the environment the person was in could not handle the miracle. So he would say, don't tell anybody about it. They'll try to crucify me if you do. But in the book of Acts, it wasn't a secret miracle. It was a notable miracle. Because some miracles need to be made known. Some miracles are not for you to hide the testimony. Some miracles. God's not going to heal you Friday night so you can skip Sunday morning church. Some miracles are to make Jesus known. And you tell people about it. I once was blind, but now I see. I once was deaf, but now I hear. I once was lost, but now I'm found. If he heals you, will you be loud about it? If he takes the pain away, will you testify? Will you tell somebody, look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me. That's a notable miracle. I love to tell this story about this kid that we were we were in a service one time in the Midwest, and, and it was one of those wild apostolic laying hands on everything that breathes services and some things that aren't breathing. And, and God was doing wonders, and in the middle of the service, the Lord spoke so clearly to me, go downstairs, two-story building. My wife and I went downstairs. Lady was having kids' church. Prayed for the lady. She had cancer. God healed her. That wasn't even the miracle, but that was just part, I guess, the reason why we were down there. And we were walking out of the, of the room thinking we had done the will of the Lord. And, and as we walked out, a little guy grabbed my coat and he said, hey, preacher, my name is Justin. I'm 11. My grandma has cancer. Stage four. Can God heal her? I said, Justin, I believe he can heal her. Do you believe he can heal her? He said, yes, sir, I do. I said, does your grandma live in town? He said, yes, sir, she does. I said, do you get to see her? He said, yes, sir, I do. I said, can you go see her tomorrow? He said, yes, sir, I can. I said, all right, get a pen and paper. What do I do, Priya? said, when you get to her house tomorrow, you walk up to her room, her bed, wherever she's at, and you say, by the authority of the word of God, and by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus. Cancer be gone. I believe kids can lay hands on the sick. I'm sorry. I, I believe everybody in the youth can be used in the miraculous. I just believe God can use you. I really do. I said, you understand? He said, hold on a second. How do you spell authority? I was like, come on, buddy. O-T. Only a few of you got that part. 
So he's, he writes it all down. takes like four hours. Jesus leaves the room. I'm leaving the room. I'm at the room probably asleep when he gets done writing it. I got it. I said, okay, bub. Several months go by. I come back to preach at that church on a Wednesday night. He's out by the front door, 30 minutes before church, pacing. I get out of my car and said, remember me? I said, oh, yeah, the author. He said, preacher, I went to my grandma's house. I put that card on her bed. I couldn't quote it, so I put one hand on her head, and I read it. And I said, by the authority of the word of God, by the power of the name of Jesus, cancer be gone. He said when she went to the hospital, there was no cancer in her body. That's a notable miracle. That's a God that can do exceeding, shut up, abundantly, above all that we ask or even think. I believe I'll testify God's been good to me and then there were these miracles the Bible called special miracles special in the Greek to Kanu to hit the mark as discharging an arrow or a javelin. It's an aimed miracle. It's strategic. It's specific. It's shot at the person. It's almost like special miracles are launched whether you're in the room or out of the room. Like a missile because they would take handkerchiefs from Paul's body and go to the house where the demon or the disease was. Paul didn't even know the person he prayed for. But when God's about to do a special miracle, you can't give people credit, by the way. I wish we could get real. You've got to give all the glory to Jesus. Come on, somebody. But a special miracle is a shot from God. God's going to do special miracles in this room tonight. That's what's so powerful about praying the word of faith. You don't know what's in the room, but when you pray the faith, God launches things into the atmosphere. And there's people that are sick and discouraged and worried. Miracles. I remember one time in Florida preaching on special miracles and those prayer cloths. Walked up to a lady, felt the witness of the Holy Ghost, said, here, I don't know what you need, but God has a miracle for you. Put it in her purse. Several months later, she told me the rest of the story. She said, I didn't even need a miracle. I thought you were crazy. Had that thing in my purse forever. For months. Nothing. Then one day my cousin, who's an electrician and an atheist, got electrocuted on the job, was killed, fell over dead off the ladder, was dead for one hour at the hospital when I got there. 
they wouldn't even let me in the room. And she said, I looked down in my purse. Oh, it's going to separate the men from the boys right about now. The, those that believe God heals headaches and those that believe that God can raise the dead. We still serve a God that can raise the dead. She said, I saw that prayer cloth. I had nothing to lose. I told the nurse, would you take this in the room and lay it on my cousin's body? She said, he's been dead an hour. Just do it. She said, then this is what happened. She walked in, shut the door, and I heard a loud scream. As when she put that cloth on his leg, he sat straight up, and God raised him from the dead. You've come too late to tell me God can do it. You've come too late to tell me God can heal. God is able to do anything you can imagine and more. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. And shout unto God. Somebody raise the roof in here with faith. Miracles are in the building. Well, it's, it's ready to happen right now. I'll just tell one more, then we'll get into it. It's already here. Family went from South Dakota to California to go to Landmark a couple years ago. Had a four-year-old daughter, cerebral palsy. Couldn't walk, couldn't stand. Little, little girl was in the nursery at, at CLC there, which is a massive building, and it's got a hallway around the outside of the sanctuary that's like seven miles long. Literally. I mean, it feels that way. And Brother Cunningham was preaching that night. And this is what they told us afterwards. As Brother Cunningham was bringing people to the front to be healed, the mom knew her little girl was in the nursery, crippled up in a ball. And the mom said, I'm going to go do everything I can to get to my baby and just get her in the room. And so she was at the opposite side of the sanctuary, went out in the hall, and went all the way around. Everybody's lining up to get healed. And she went down to the nursery, picked up her baby. The baby said, my legs hurt. She picked her up and began to run as fast as she could. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. They prayed the prayer of repentance. She was still in the hall. They were praying the prayer of faith when she was still in the hall. But when they said, shout Jesus, she just had stepped in the back door. And when she went to shout Jesus, she put her baby down and her legs straightened up and she began to walk. That is a special miracle. That's Jesus. Abe, I wish I had someone that believed it. It's going to happen in your house. I know we're shouting, but I want you to believe it. It's going to happen in your life. It's going to happen in your body. It's going to happen tonight. And that concludes this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. 
And for those of you on iTunes, leave us a good rating. Thank you for listening to the Ohio District Podcast.